How's it going, guys? Back with an episode, another podcast episode of Three Leagues. Today, we're going to talk about the Summer League, the athletes, some of the athletes in Summer League, the remaining free agents, and much, much more. So let's jump into it for the Summer League. There are really four players I've been watching very close attention to. There's Mo Bamba, the center from the Alone to Magic. Trey Young, the guard from the Hawks. Bargain Valley. The power forward from the Kings. And day, John A, number one pick, center for the Phoenix Suns. So, Mo Bamba, he's doing really good so far in Summer League. He is averaging, he's averaging about double-double in 26 minutes. He's basically doing what everyone projected. He's blocking. He's, he's, not, he's not blocking, really. He's only averaging about one block a game, which is pretty good. The game when I saw him go up against DeAndre Ayton, he did pretty good against the number one pick. I'm not going to lie. Does the wingspan help? Yeah, the wingspan probably helps. Helps. He's doing really good. He hasn't, that full transaction in the NBA hasn't really happened yet. They're, these athletes about had a month off, so they are a little bit rusty in this summer league. I think that's why it's not so fun to watch. I think they should have to train a little bit more. The summer league happens, but yeah, he's having good spacing. He's basically everything they need. He will probably, for me, he'll probably be runner up for rookie of the year. I don't think he'll win it, but for the Magic, he will probably will step in and be there. He, him, and Aaron Gordon. I guess that's all they have really. Are the bigs? Will be that's all. They'll be big, the bigs, and he'll just do what he has to do. For Trey Young, people are worried about him. They're thinking he's a bust because he has been struggling a little bit. But, like, when you try to compare someone to Steph Curry, they're going to struggle a bit. Steph Curry's, like, a once-in-a-lifetime player. So I don't think you should be worried about him too much. I don't know. It's actually pissing me off quite a bit that people are... Are already calling him a bust. In his last game, he did really good. He was back to his own self. I think he just needed to get back into the flow after taking some time off. Off, he's doing really good. He is my choice for rookie of the year. I think he will win rookie of the year in like a landslide. And that's really it for Trey Young. He's just struggling. I don't know. His I don't know how his transition is going to be. Yet. He it'll probably be a hard transition for him to go into the NBA. But I don't know. He's he is in the East. East is an easier conference by far. So he might strive in the East. He probably will make the All Star team in the East. Definitely make the All Star team in the East. Now Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley is doing really good. He has a quickness and a nice bounce in his. Offensive game. He is lacking quite a bit in defense, which is a worry for the Kings, but they are rebuilding. So I don't know how worried you'll be about it if it happens. If he is not developing a better defense by by not after his rookie season, that's going to start to worry. But him and Fox are going to be a good duo. They're going to, I can see them already throwing alley-oops to each other. But I don't know. He might start 
their coach or who's I who's their coach's name? Let's see their coach's name. Cause I know their their coach likes that you earn your time in Phoenix, not Phoenix in the in Sacramento. You earn your time. Their coach Dave Dave Georgia. Yeah, he he's the coach at you earn your time. They have Willie Constein, Gorgias Propagangus, Kusak Kusakusis. Yeah, he's gonna have to earn his time, which doesn't make sense if with your young core you want them to play together as much as possible. But the Kings are gonna suck next year. They have a terrible front office that doesn't know how to manage. So let's go to the the Andre Ayton, the number one pick for the Phoenix Suns. He's doing really good, really good. Basically, what everyone thought he did—that amazing chase down block, which was surprising. He was fast. He he caught up with a point guard. He's fast for a big man. I think his his transaction in the NBA will be very good. He'll be able to come off, come out of the, come off the summer into the season and. Just already be and be a straight impact for the Suns. Suns, his his teammate Devin Booker just signed a ridiculously big deal for him with the team. I think it's like a five. It's like a five year extension. A five year. I think it's five hundred. One well not five hundred. One hundred and fifty million. Dollar extension. Uh, let me let's check to make sure Devin Booker's contract. Let's let me. I'll get back to his contract and then. There we go. His contract. Let's see. Signs a five-year, one hundred and fifty-eight million dollar contract with the Phoenix Suns. So I think after this one, he probably will qualify for a supermax. Max. And speaking of free agents and signing stuff. Let's go into the remaining free agents. Clint Capella. He denied a contract with the Rockets. They offered him a four-year, $60 million. He said he has a one of four-year, $60 million. He says, I will take no lower than a four-year, $100 million contract. Which I think no team will give him that type of money. Especially with the... Coming to with free agency basically coming to a close, I think he'll have to sign up. He's going to sign a one year contract for about $20 million to any team that's willing to give it to him. And then he, next year, he'll go and get the contract he wants. So I, I see him just re signing with the Houston Rockets a one year, $20 million contract. I think 
try to get his bag next time. Now Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas is very interesting. I think this is the end of his NBA career per se. Coming off this injury and with him only being five eight, he's really short. He he's just he's not ready. He's not ready. The the game is changing and he's gonna be an obsolete player within the next two years. He's really undersized. I've heard rumors that he might go back to Boston. I doubt that after they traded him away. He's not going to get the contract he wants, but I've also heard rumors that he might sign with the Magic. So who knows? I guess we'll see when we see. Now, Mark, Mark is smart. Hasn't signed with a team. I saw, like, the Kings are interested in him, but... I just I see him just doing like a one year deal, one year, six million dollars. Wait till next year and go get more money. Now Jabari Parker. Jabari Parker teams are worried about because of his ACL surgery. He hasn't been a quiet player since. He's not as quick. He's not to come off the bounce as good. He's just not the same player. That's what teams are worried about him. There were rumors about the Jazz wanting to get him. Obviously, those failed out with favors. With them saying favors. He is, he's a decent stretch four. Just he's not the same player after his injury. Okay, let's talk about the signings that happened and my final thoughts about the free agency. <coughs> Sorry about that. with the free agency the Jazz signed Derek Favors for like a ridiculous contract like a two year 36 million dollar contract that's a little too much but if he develops a three point shot I think it'll be more more than well than worth it to say and they also signed Dante Exum for I don't I think he's making 11 million a year Let me check on that. Dante Exum's contract. Yeah, Dante Exum, a three-year, $30 million contract. is a little too much, but obviously it looks like the Jazz are willing to keep him. It says, uh, yeah, guaranteed $27.3 million contract. Includes a $500,000 signing bonus. That's... That's ridiculous. You sign a signing bonus that most of us don't make in five years. Oh yeah, he's getting overpaid, but if he ends up being the player that Jazz want him to be, it'll be well worth it. Then Boogie, Boogie decided to go sign with the Warriors. Because no team wanted him. No team really wants to deal with his attitude. Probably does have quite an attitude problem. I know the Pelicans offered him a contract. He he said no to the contract at the time. So they took the contract off the table for good. So he, he had to sign. No one wants to deal with his attitude problem. 
He wants to be back by training, but it isn't. It's not an ACL. It's an Achilles tear with him being like 280 pounds and over, I think, seven foot. They, they, you don't heal. It's your your career is over. Achilles is such a bad injury. He will his career is over. He won't be the same player. He won't be back till around February. Just the way that injury is rehabbed. He won't be back to February. I think with his attitude problem. Like he doesn't even have. With his attitude problem. He might end the Warriors. Per se. But like I don't see whose possession he's going to take. So I won't. He's obviously going to be a starter. But I'm not giving him Curry's. I'm not giving him any of Clay Thompson's possessions. not giving him any Kevin Durant's. Probably like one possession of Damon Green's. Probably some possessions from Jordan Bell, Iggy, and the Zaza Petuya. Well, like, that's like 10 possessions a game. He's used to averaging 20 possessions a game, so he's not, it's not going to work very good. Per se. But there's a lot of teams that got a little bit better. The Pelicans got better. But most teams stayed the same. The Lakers, obviously, the Lakers got better. Any team that gets LeBron is going to be better. But for the West, for the West, my predictions for the playoffs will probably be Golden State will probably be number one, Rockets number two, the Jazz will be number three, the Pelicans will be number four, the Portland Trailblazers will be number five, number six will be the Timberwolves. Number seven, I think, will be the Phoenix Suns. And number eight will be the Denver Nuggets. And for the East, it's very hard. There's obviously three teams that will make it for sure. The Toronto Raptors, the Philadelphia 76ers, and the Boston Celtics. I think our teams are guaranteed to make the playoffs. Otherwise than that, it's going to be a battle for the rest. The Cavs aren't going to make the playoffs. They're going to be a... Lottery team. Uh, I think a lottery team. I think they're getting rid of the lottery this year. This upcoming year. But, yeah, a lot. Of, I don't think LeBron and the Lakers, I don't think they'll make the playoffs. I think they'll barely miss it. I don't think LeBron has the... I don't think he... He's too old. I don't think, think he can carry... Because it's, it's worse than last year's team. I don't think he can carry a team that far again that was an amazing run that he did I'm going to talk about a little bit more in the next podcast talking about who is better LeBron James or Jordan yeah a lot of teams are getting better I mean the Pelicans added Randall Jazz it's weird Jazz are staying exactly the same which is it's good and bad. A lot of teams don't stay exactly the same, but they're staying the same. They only waived one player, and that's Jonas Derepko. They probably did that for cap. For cap space. Stand there to cap space. But yeah, the summer league is 
the, the summer league tournament started, so I will be watching that. Um, there's not much else to say. It's very, very downtime in the NBA with the. With the season over. So, tune in next time. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at the Threesels League. Make sure to leave a comment. And tune in next time. I'll I'll see you on the next one. And goodbye.